Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mario from the Lucha Outsider Show. Welcome back. This is episode 80, and this is what we got for tonight's episode. We go left, and we talk about hip-hop. Yes, hip-hop beef. Hip-hop No, no, no. We talk about Drake. We talk about Pusha T, who had the better diss, and will Drake respond this Friday? Yes, it's like a wrestling storyline, people. We also talk about WWE Creative. What can WWE Creative do, and does WWE need to get wrestling fans to write their storylines we cover big cast samoa joe and daniel bryan from smackdown the women's gauntlet match being underwhelming and all in nick aldis accepts cody rhodes's challenge in one condition also the young bucks will challenge for the ring of honor titles at the next pay-per-view all this and much much more now on to the show you are now listening to lucha outsiders show available on itunes soundcloud and anywhere you listen to podcasts at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Live from the Lucha Studio, guess who's back? Mario, the heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. we are here at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Remember, you can also catch us on the podcast version. something um yeah people are sharing that's uh thank you guys thank you uh, um shout outs to everybody that's on yeah. the the lucha outsider show chat yeah remember uh, friends of the show the fots are also part of the show so uh comment like unlike uh don't like get mad well no not unlike they should no. like our facebook yeah. page 
Facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders and share the page, share the video. Isn't that what I said? No, you said some bullshit just oh, now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yes, I did. Also, they should follow us on the IG, oh, the Instagram, at Lucha Outsiders, and also follow us on the Twitter. The Twitter? The we're, Twitter. We're on the Twitter. At Lucha Outsiders and um, ooh, our, ooh, our, uh, ooh. our boy, the Big ooh. Dog Tone. Who? So, the other day, right, I was driving down. Uh-huh. And I pulled over because I'm like, you know what? It just came to mind. And I'm like, maybe now he follows us. Maybe. No chance. <laughs> no! 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 I actually, the one on top would have been better. No chance. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, he doesn't follow us. So, at, uh, at Tone underscore 51. What up, kid? Thank you for helping us with the Twitter. Guys, follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Okay? Um, we're going to be here for the next uh, about 90 minutes talking about everything that's going on in the wrestling world. If you guys have not heard of us before, what's up? Again, I'm Leo. That's Mario. But if you guys have, welcome back. Friends of the show a part of the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we get things started and rolling like we do every single Beef? week, let's tell the people how they can support us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one way to support us is uh Uno. head over to collarandelbowbrand.com. Where? Collarandelbowbrand.com. Nice. They have a shitload of wrestling merch. A lot. Okay. The likes of the Good Brothers, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, Nia Jax, Brian Cage, Tessa Blanchard, so many others nice. that rock this brand. Matt Hardy, MVP, Mr. Kennedy or Anderson. You pick your preference. So many people I, rock this I like brand. Kennedy. Kennedy's good. Um, use our promo code Lucha Rated R. It will save you 10% on your next purchase. Be unique. Be different. Be comfortable. What's that code again? Lucha Rated R. I like it. Also, if you want to support us directly, because I have a puppy. Directly. And Mad Bills, and he has a shit ton of kids. Four. And it's still a lot, though. Other stuff that he needs to work on. Like facial hair. You can head over to LosRadio.com. Yeah. Go to our shop, pick up a hat, pick up a shirt, pick up both. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you will be that lucky person in the raffle that wins a snapback from it's, it's yours back. truly. It's not back. The Lucha Outsiders. For us truly. It wasn't going to be us truly. No, come on. Congratulations. You played yourself. What did I tell you? If your comedy doesn't work on Hispanic radio, it, it's not going to work here. No, habla espanol? Okay, fine. Uh, what's up with Reekens of Wrestling? Uh, uh, James Sponsor saying Leo's Mace and Mario's Biggie. Yeah, okay, I'll allow it. It could have been the other way, though. I, I don't get the reference, but okay. I don't know. We'll go. We'll go. But, it, but that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's talking about uh, rappers. Yes. What's interesting like about that is, is the hottest wrestling angle that's happening right yes. now is not even involved in no, the wrestling world. No, whoever wrote this is a genius. <laughs> it's involved in the hip hop world. Mm-hmm. So I did a post earlier today about uh, Drake and Pusha T. So if you guys don't follow hip hop or anything he, like hopes. that, he's hopes. Um, it's like a wrestling storyline. What's going on here? So. For those that are familiar with Pusha T, part of the clips, now he signed to Good Music. He's actually the president of the Good Music, which is Kanye West's label. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, if you guys are tuning in, do not adjust your uh, Facebook channel or anything. Yes, I am talking about hip-hop. I'm a big hip-hop head. Um, you are? Yes. I'm, I'm more into classical. Listen, I know you're into like L Cool J. You probably don't know what Stop. current stuff. Is. I know Takashi 69 Congratulations. No. You played yourself. He's... This is not the t- type of hip-hop Child- we're talking about. Childish, that's, Childish that's, Gambino? 
Now he's good. Donald okay. Glover, he's good. Yes. But we're not talking about Takashi Six okay. Nine. Uh, just, he's it, a, he's it, a fucking clown. He just shows up on my fucking. Feed. Listen, I know you're an old man. I know you're fifty, so you, you're not hip with the times so or what's 36, going on now. Bro. Fifty, um, <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> talking about and I'm not talking about Fifty Cent either. Damn near fifty, but um, Pusha T kill Drake. Pusha T, they'll kill Drake, but pretty much it's like a wrestling storyline. Yeah. this goes back to when Pusha was still with the Clips and he was uh doing stuff with Pharrell, going back to the Cash Money. The back not, then, not what all the way back then. Back then, like it, it's going back to like 2001. Uh-huh. Okay. Unpaid invoices. It's so much detail. I, I, heard, I heard there's a baby mama involved. Well, th- that's where it gets like wrestling related. Aye. So Aye. Drake. Okay, so Pusha T dropped an album last Friday uh-huh. called um, Daytona. Okay. And there's a song. There's a track on there called Infrared. Okay. And in that song, he he addresses Drake. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pusha T. Put Drake back in that wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> so, hashtag Leo was in the original Sugar Hill Gang. Could be, could be. So, I don't think it's funny. No, <laughs> no, no. You cannot give him that. No, no. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, you're yes! an old man, bro. It's okay. It's okay. You try to be hip, and you said Takashi Six Nine. You want to know how 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 old I felt one time? I was actually we were at a, a party, right? And I was helping the people paint, like face paint. And I told one of these little kids, "I'm gonna paint your face like the Ultimate Warrior." The kid straight up said, "Who's the Ultimate Warrior?" This was before the Ultimate Warrior yeah. came back and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt, I felt. So, uh, so Tone is coming to Drake's defense, and uh, you guys can read it on the chat. Okay, oh boy, he did not kill Drake, whatever, but. So he's a Drake fan, and, and I like Drake too. Yeah. I think he comes out with great music. No, no, but but, but, uh, but it is that wrestling related. It is wrestling related because yeah. it go. It, there's history to it. Mm. So Pusha came out with an album and the track Infrared. He th- threw a couple of uh, shots at Drake. Uh-huh. So Drake came out with a fire track mm. called the uh, W Freestyle. Okay. And and in that track, he does take a couple jabs at Pusha, but that track, I feel like Kanye West got more heat on that track. I feel like Kanye West got. The worst out of that whole song. Okay. The problem is Drake. Uh-huh. He mentioned Pusha T's wife, fiance, yes. by yes. name. Yes. I so, did. if and you by, go- by the way, just for the record, I did hear both of them. Okay. okay. Just saying. No, it's a great song. Dummy Freestyle saying. is a great. Because then you're gonna say I'm an old Sugar Hill Gang. I didn't like that. Okay. Did you really? Did you really listen to it? Yeah, I did. You sure? Yeah, I did. Okay. Don't put me on blast. <laughs> Come on, fourth wall. Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. So love Drake, but uh-huh. man, he needs to physically fight this man. Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay, so B- book that, book that. So Drake mentioned his, he mentioned his uh his fiance by name. Yeah. And everybody was waiting for the push a T verse for a verse or a, uh-huh. a diss something. for the comeback. Last night, push a T push a T dropped. Uh, a a st- uh, store the story of um of Adonin or something Adion or something yeah because the the kid the kid's actual name is Adonis Adonis and apparently Drake had a a clothing line with Adidas mm-hmm. okay so and in this track the cover art is Drake a young version of Drake very young in blackface now we're not gonna go into history of blackface we know that blackface is a it's a no no especially uh-huh. in the time that we're living now. But he push alone with that picture alone exposed yeah, Drake that's right it. there. That's it. And Drake gets a Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen, maybe. regardless of what the purpose was, and there's so many theories on why he had blackface at that point in time in his yeah. life. Um there's so many different versions. But 
going back to the Jim Crow and you guys could do your research on the whole blackface mm-hmm. stuff. He never addressed it. And there's it's known fact when it comes to racial issues. And we're going to get to wrestling, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. But this is like a wrestling storyline. And what up to the uh, to the Bullet Club? The Regan Club. Who so, just made it? When it comes to racial issues, Drake tries to dodge questions like that. He of doesn't course. like to talk about racial stuff. He and, he's he, a, and he's a biracial guy. He likes to be um, uh, racially ambiguous. So Pusha took jabs at him, yes. talking about his pops, yes. talking about his mom, talking about him, talking about his baby mother, his uh, alleged baby mother, his uh-huh. son that, that he's not claiming at so many stuff uh-huh. on this on this track. Yes. And the track is fire. He does it off the beat of um, Story of OJ from Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a wrestling storyline. Yeah, the hottest wrestling storyline going on right now is happening in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you have baby mama. I'm and all about hip hop beef. I love hip hop. Yes, it gets me fired up. Of course. Now, Richard B just said he likes when uh, Eminem killed Benzito. Oh my God, he killed them. There's, Benzito, there's so Benzito, much. Benzito. There's so it, going Benzito. back to so many so many historic historical hip hop beefs. Jay's not Jay Z nods. There's so much stuff at 50 Cent, Ja Rule. They're, they're going back, Fat Joe and 50, Jada Kiss and 50. Going back to like so many historic hip hop beefs. I like this. Uh, I made a comment too, and I did it on our Lucha page yeah. and, and Instagram. Uh, Thank you. That was boy, actually really good. My boy Rod, he commented on it. He was like, oh, I know you're enjoying this because he knows I love hip hop beef. Of course. And I told him, Pusha T, what Pusha T's doing is what Meek should have done when Meek and Drake had their little thing. Yeah. One thing about Drake is Drake is a smart dude. He's not stupid. Mm-hmm. He picks and chooses who he wants to beef with. Yeah. With Meek Mill, I think he knew that he had him. Of and course. a lot of people expected Meek to destroy of him course. and that didn't happen. But let's not let's not act like this good music, which is Kanye West's label and mm-hmm. Drake haven't had history. Because Kanye West and Drake have had a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Also, Common, that's part of good music. He had his thing with Drake and after Common made a couple of remarks to Drake calling him soft and calling him a bitch, then yeah. Drake went on Stay, Stay Scheming, which is a Rick Ross record, and mm-hmm. a tr- threw a subliminal at Common. Common, on the same record, responded to Drake, and then Drake never responded. No. So he picks and chooses his battles. Jay-Z has thrown sublims at Drake. Drake hasn't responded. Kendrick and Drake has thrown shade at each other, both in freestyle songs and records, but... Kendricks are the ones that stand out more, but they weren't really direct yeah, shots. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they weren't uh, called by name. Drake needs to respond. He needs to definitely respond. Um, now, h- how long before he responds? I give him till Friday night. And today is Wednesday. So if people are listening to his on the on the podcast version, um, basically the bu- three days. Uh, tone, because he's a Drake defender, just like he defends Roman Reigns. He's saying expo- exposing. It's really, it's out there. It just got out there. Yeah, it just yeah. made li- I, that I blackface that. shit just yeah. made limelight like now. Um, Maybe some people knew about it, like the yeah, photographer but not, not everybody. That, that took the picture, but people wouldn't be making a big deal about this blackface if the whole world yeah. knew about it. Listen, Drake fan or not, listen, I like Drake. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at Drake, but Drake really needs to, he has till the end of Friday, Mm-hmm. Night, in my opinion, as a as a as a fan of music and a, yeah. as a fan of hip hop, to respond. Of course, of course, and and plus you have to do it again, keeping up with the wrestling storyline. Mm-hmm. You do have to have that comeback because you want that payoff. Now uh, we have Jose Gonzalez, Jessica Hoffman, uh, we have uh, James Esponto, 
We gotta ask him what is Ponto. Is that his middle name or his second name? Anyway, Nathan and everybody else, Rich Beecher, all the friends of the show are part of the show. Remember, you share this video, you can win yourself your very own <laughs> I love James Lucha Thomas. Snapback. I love James Comics. Which one? He goes like Drake don't want want to get dropped by pushing C. Yeah, no, no, he don't. Listen, wanna. right now, if, if we're going if we're going by round wise, right? Mm-hmm. Th- this is the end of the third round. It's two one push a T. Like two out of three falls, push it. No, no, no. If, if we're doing like if this is a boxing, fight, okay, right, right now, Pusha has two rounds. Drake has one. Okay. If we're if we're going like in a in a round for round type thing. Okay. Okay. Right now, Drake is on his knees trying to figure out what's his next move. Yeah. Cause he's as much up. as I enjoyed um uh the W freestyle that Pusha T um this is whew, yeah it's nasty no, no. but continuing. The, the the topic of hip hop and rap and stuff. Couple haters. Um, our man Enzo. Okay, is uh, he our man? I'm being a little bit um sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um, our man Enzo. Uh, he ended up dropping a a, a record himself uh, on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, he made he was gonna appear in Times Square. Um, say hello to his fans, and he did get a good crowd. I'm I thought mm. I thought it was just to to say thank you to the people. Whatever it is, um, it, it's cool. It's cool that he did that for the fans. Whether it, it, it's something that he actually did do in the kind of his, uh, of his heart, or uh-huh. it's something that he wanted to do, um, you know, to 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 make himself look good. Whatever the case may be, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool that he did that. Um, he did get a good crowd. I think that people are making a big deal about the the amount of people that went there. Now, don't get me wrong; there was a lot of Enzo Mori fans. Uh-huh. There. But also, you gotta, you gotta understand it's Memorial Day, it's Times Square. People are gonna be out there. Regardless. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, after all that jazz, he needs to respond. Yesterday is what people on the chat are saying about Drake. But with Enzo, so we put up what, the what question. What do you mean about yesterday? With Drake, that he needs to respond yesterday. So in other words, he needed to respond right away. No, because no, Pusha no, T know. didn't respond I, right I away. Know, but, um, I gave him to the end of Friday, yeah, Friday night. So two and a half days. Mm-hmm. But with Enzo's thing. Um, we actually yo, Drake, put, yo, Tone is still with that. Do no, we, no, it's yo, okay. It's okay, Tone. It's, it's right. okay, Tone. Listen, I'm not dissing Drake. I'm just calling a spade a spade, yeah, dude. Whoa, whoa. whoa that, that's too far? Too the far. Whole black too, face far. Thing? too far, yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to diss Drake. I'm just calling a spade a spade. It, it, he looks crazy out here. Uh, we're getting some uh, comments about Enzo, whether it's a great track or awful track. He's trying to stay relevant. Which in turn brings in money. Not even mad at him. We actually put a little uh, clip, um, and we yeah, we did a we did a poll. Well, you did the poll. well, yeah. We had about sixty forty that people were but okay with it. I thought people because at one point you were the only one that voted yes on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people started coming out and saying that uh, that what you call that? Oh, they, they they thought the track was cool. Me personally, listen, it wasn't great, but I've heard worse. That's where yeah, I yeah. stand on it. Um, if he honestly does feel that way, mm-hmm. like about his accuser and the dirt sheets, um, first of all, if you watch the video, the, the video is like, it's like a sketch comedy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the fat guy with, with, you know, Cheeto crumbs. And yeah. I eating. think he, I think he was trying to make it too much gimmicky. And, but Enzo, you look at him, he's a gimmick. Yeah. He's a gimmick. Um, it, he looks like a gimmick. I mean, cause that who he portrays on TV and stuff, that's really him. Mm-hmm. But, um, the, the, the whole video was just throwing shade at, even at the WWE caught, caught like some jabs in the, in the song too. I mean, like I said, 
It wasn't great. But at mm. the same time, not talking about Drake and Pusha T, but some of the characters that we have in the music biz, like, mm. um, what is it, Takashi 69 Yeah, that's my boy. Migos and all these other schmidiots. Friends of the you show are even... saying the video was pretty fun to watch. Give him that much. It is what it is. People are going to watch it because of the Enzo, but with some of the, the music. I watched it because of the music. I enjoyed the music very much. Thank you very much. Well, you're, old, you're an old man, so you got to try to stay hip with the Takeshi young people. 69 But the, some of the people, some of these rappers or artists like Migos or Takashi 69 or all these other people, like to me, that's not real music. Like mm, No. Like with Migos, they might have a good beat, but you don't understand nothing they're saying on the song. They call it triplets, by the way. Congratulations. You played told yourself. You, your comedy doesn't they, work. I'm not it making, doesn't work in Lucy Mena's show. No, it doesn't no, no, work no. at Deportando. It doesn't even work on your show. It doesn't work here. Your comedy sucks. I got it. I didn't say because it's no! three guys. Okay? No! The style of rap no! is called triplets. Called bubblegum rap, mumble no, rap. No, it's not. It's called triplets, and it's been done. It's not called back triplet the... rap. Ay, la puta madre que me parió la reconcha vieja hija de mil puta. You're the only person I've heard. You're the only person that I've heard. Nobody has called it. Nobody calls it triplet rap. Triplets. That's what it originally was called. But who calls it that now? I know you're an old man. How the triplet flow took over rap. You can go look at it. But nobody calls it that. We'll put it up right now. Motherfucker. I'm gonna share it right now. Nobody calls it that. They call it mumble rap. Uh, exactly. I know, I know you're an old man, and, and you're going back to... I'm going to share it right now. Yeah, because you're a 50-year-old man calling it, it triplet rap. Care. You're the first person I've heard that care. call it triplet rap. It's real to me, goddammit. You're just showing your age. Yes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Okay. You played yourself. Anyways, that's not real music to me. But, like I said, the whole Enzo track, I think... At least you can understand what he's saying, unlike some of these other artists that are currently out now. Yeah. Uh, what they're saying is Enzo used uh, Quinton Miller. Quinton Miller. Um, Quentin Miller? Quentin, Quentin Miller. Miller. Ghost Rider. Did he really write the track? That's what uh, our boy Jose Gonzalez is saying. Hashtag Team Mario. What do you mean, hashtag Team Mario? You trying to say I'm the old man? That's fucked up. Uh, Mario's never wrong. Tone said that, by the way. Thanks, Tone. Thanks for giving me credit. <laughs> I think he was being sarcastic. Yes! That's fine. Yes! He, he admitted yes! it on the chat that I'm never <laughs> wrong. Yes! Yes! But, but this is not the first time we see the crossover with hip-hop and wrestling because if you go down in history, wrestling and the hip-hop world, they're, they're not that much different. No. Now, going back, let's see, 20 years ago, maybe close to 20 years ago, uh, Macho Man had a rap album yeah be a man hulk yeah okay. i remember that one we were just all in black right with him when he first debuted the black beard what happened <laughs> what no i heard black beard macho man yes that's, when, that's he when, he, when he first debuted the, the black beard because he was yes. growing it out and then that's when what he, well I the full-blown one the full-blown one that was like remember when he was in the spider-man movie mm-hmm it was right around that time, too. It was too. around that same time. Yeah, yeah. I think he even has a line in that rap where he talks about his appearance as Spider-Man. Yeah, but like I said, this ain't the first time that we see the crossover with... Now, question. Who has better flow, Macho Man or Enzo? I'm going to give it a, a Macho Man. I'm going to tell you why. I have a theory, right? Uh-huh. I, I don't know if it's... That, even... uh, that Macho Man was black at one point? No, 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 no. No, no, no. If you listen to Be a Man Hulk, right? Uh-huh. For whatever reason, that song has a DMX flow. 
You can listen to it after we're done. Okay. I, I, I would not be surprised if if it's DMX or maybe somebody at that time in DMX camp, like could be ghost wrote that song. If you hear that song, just envision DMX yeah. ab limit in the song. Yeah, because they do have kind of like the same style voice too. Nice. Um, Enzo isn't as good as Ron Killings. No, but no. Ron Killings can rap. And The Rock and White Clef Jean actually did a whole little Yes, The thing. Rock and White Clef. Um, it doesn't matter. John Cena, at one point, John Cena was spinning bars. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. Also, going back to the WCW days, remember Conan? Conan used to rap also. They, they all do. All those fucking Spanish people. Uh, Macho Man, all the way, is what the cha- the also, friends of this chat are Also, saying. at one point, No Limit Soldiers, yeah, Master P, they actually wrestled on the WCW pay-per-view. Yeah, I remember that. So the the whole hip hop and wrestling He's world, close. it's not that much different. Uh-huh. We have seen crossovers over the years, of course, and then not only in in uh, in rap, but also basketball, also uh, actors, um, because the wrestling world does mimic, in a sense, real life. And going back to maybe some current stuff, look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair, Ooh. he's made his mark. Right now, and not only the hip hop world, but also Spanish trap, doing um, appearing with Bad Bunny. Also, what was the me- name of the song? What was that? What was the name of the song? Uh, Chambea. There you go. There you go. <laughs> See, I know my Spanish. Okay, good. But like, even and I'm not a fan of, of Migos or anything like that. But you got a song called Ric Flair Drip. Yeah. So the crossover has always been no, there. No, of course, and and it's funny because you and I always talk about it. Our boy Bad Bunny. Um, is always dropping wrestling lines. Like in his latest song, uh, I Like It Like That with Cardi B, he drops a Eddie Guerrero's uh, line. Mm-hmm. And then later in the song, Jay Balvin also drops a uh, Jimmy Snooker. Also in Chambe, I think he does like a Stone Cold reference. Yeah, yeah. With a what? Tengo un flow, uh, un flow a lo Stone Cold. Okay, don't, don't imitate me. Snoop and Sasha Banks. Snoop and Sasha Banks also... Pusha T has gone on record, and this is going back to Pusha T. Uh-huh. He's gone on record that he's a big Ric Flair fan. He even does the whole woo as an ab lib on his records. Nice. Wale, Wale in the yeah, wrestling yeah, I think, world. I think, I think they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Wale Mania. Um, he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah. So, so it, it does weave in and out out of everything mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So I'm not surprised Enzo taking this move. He's very cool with a lot of people from Maybach Music and and, mm. and Cal and stuff. So, so regardless if he continues making this an actual career out of it, or once in a while he does like a music video or he's featured on something, um, I mean it's different. Whatever he wants to do, I think he'll probably succeed in other avenues, like mm-hmm. maybe in an acting role or, or something in that demographic where he could uh, show more of his personality. Of course. Because, you know, and like and I said, the song wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I don't think he's... No, 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 no. But for his first track, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flow Rider, another yeah. one that yeah. comes in and out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. 305. No, not that much. Pitbull, I think, once or twice. Well, uh, you, now you're talking about, like, WWE using songs. I'm talking about like the actual. No, no, actual fans, fans. Flo Rida's a fan. Well, he's been on the he's been on WWE TV and yeah. stuff. But like, like I said, it goes back to wrestling and hip hop, and the hip hop world go mm-hmm. hand in hand, and there's a lot of interwined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, I have to go back and listen to that Macho Man one. I'm telling you, bro, you could. If you listen to that record, 
Uh-huh. I could easily picture DMX having a verse on that song or ad-libbing throughout the song. Could be, could be. <laughs> maybe maybe he's the one in the back, like, feeding him lines, and then Maja Man just, you know, says them. <laughs> could be. Maybe. <laughs> cut, paste, cut, paste. So we, we're going to talk about some current stuff on WWE. Yeah. We're not going to give you the, the usual breakdown of what happened because it – not much happened yeah. that that it's really important. Maybe a couple things, but it was more like. Eh. But going back to uh, the Fox deal yes. that we were talking about last week, SmackDown one billion f- oh, five years was it, something like that. Well, um, I forget the dude's name. Okay, here we go. So, ay, Dios mío, Leo is a Chino XSL tribute rapper on the weekends. Leo looks like a Bubba Sparks kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck you, bro. <laughs> fuck you, okay? Because I got that in school, okay? So, um... Bubba Sparks. Rupert, uh... Call the Jewish store, tell him to make me a grill. Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch, yeah. Okay? So, apparently, allegedly, what the dirt sheets are saying, uh-huh. Pro Wrestling Sheet reported, Ryan Sand over there, their, their camp over there, they reported that he made the call to WWE and told them that NBC Universal, which is the you know the yeah the parent company the to USA. USA and stuff, that they felt ashamed or kind of weird about the WWE product. Seriously, that kind of helped them giving SmackDown to Fox to Fox. That definitely, and they would have gotten and they got the better deal with Fox anyway. Ashamed? Maybe like, kind not ashamed, but maybe a little bit like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like picture of this NBC Universal is like, yeah, we're wrestling fans, but we don't like to put it out there that we're wrestling fans. You get what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like closet fans. Kind of something like that. That's kind of mm. like the vibe of the article that I got from. Uh, okay. But he, uh, he definitely. Played a part in the whole Fox deal. Oh, fuckers, <laughs> Leo's the Bubba Sparks on a carb, the low carb diet. Ay, Dios mío. Uh, let's say what's up to some people. Uh, uh, Jessica Hoffman, James. Uh, yeah. no tone is there. Everybody and that's on chat, thank you. You guys are live and well on this chat right uh, now. Yeah, and if you guys are listening to us on the uh, podcast version, you, you can go ahead. Yeah, I was about to. I stopped. But if you guys listen to us on the podcast version, and think because the numbers have been going up, guys, you can also like the page so that way you get a notification when we come on live. Also, check to make sure that your notifications are on so that way you can get that push notification that says, you know what, Leo and Mario are on the second time because today the first one I put it on Fubuleo by mistake. I'm sorry. I had show Congratulations. You played yourself. But they got a little preview. No, no, it's, no I fucked nobody, up. Okay, nobody, I'm sorry. My you bad. But yeah, you guys, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure not only to like us on Facebook, but make sure you follow us on the Twitter, which that man on the Lucha Outsiders show page is commenting on the Big Dog Tone. Oh. See, when we first started and this, also uh, follow us on Instagram at Lucha Outsiders. But go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm okay. He's on there. You sure? At least he's, he's you supporting you, us. You don't got to... Because I'm not going to say that when I went on to Instagram under at Lucha Outsiders, because that's where you can find us, right? I don't know if he knows that. At Lucha Outsiders, yeah. At Lucha Outsiders. You can find us. Everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. But mostly on Instagram. Because that's That's the, where a lot of contact is yes. coming from. But I checked under our followers. 
Now, I searched Big Dog. It didn't come up. No. Okay. I searched Antonio. It didn't come up either. Okay. Okay. I searched Tony. Uh-huh. didn't come up. But when I searched Tone underscore 10, I forgot his name. 51. Name. Same 51. difference. Okay. He still didn't show up. So maybe he goes under the Big Dog and I just couldn't find him. Glad you're helping us today. There you go, buddy. And remember, share this video. You still have a chance if you listen to us on the podcast version. Share this video. Let the people know that we are here. You can win yourself your very own Lucha Snapback. So going back to this Fox deal, apparently there's more to this deal that Fox wants to offer to the WWE. Yeah. So if they go to Friday nights or even after their pay-per-views, Fox is willing to do a post show for them. On Fox. FS1, because it's all part of the yeah, yeah. same brand. So it w- what ah. I'm assuming that it's not going to be Renee Young and no, XYZ. No, no. Rosenberg. I feel, I feel like it's going to be people that are wrestling fans that are in the sports journalists. Okay, business, so guys outside of wrestling. And they're going to have them do a post show, because that would be the smart way to do it if I was Fox. Uh-huh. Uh, Luch outside the show is saying, Leo, once again, you're dead to me. <laughs> it's Tony. It's well, okay. hey, he's he's calling you out, bro. bro man, what, what what do you want us to do? The day that he follows us, right? At, where can he follow us? <laughs> At Lucha Outsider. Okay, the day that he follows, follows us, we will screenshot it and show the world. I have no problem doing that. Support the brand. Just, I'm just saying, if you're part of the brand, why not support the brand? Be the brand. But... Y- See what gets to me right now. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Here we go. It's, so, it's supporting. Yeah, got him out there. It's supporting Woo! other people, but you can't support your own brand? Uh, we have some questions coming up, and we are going to get to all of them, but I do want to say it real quick. What is the men's money in the bank winner will be coming from SmackDown? And that the women's winner will be coming from Raw, or our friend Chris Brown is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And Jessica Hoffman, considering what happened with Daniel Bryan losing a Samojo, which we'll get to that in a minute, mm-hmm. do you guys think that the money in the bank, WWE, might have Daniel Bryan versus Big Ass? I, I think that's going to be the potential match for uh, <laughs> Bryan and Cass. Futboleo unfollowed. <laughs> And Sam Roberts, by the way, thank you uh, to James. Sam Roberts said he wants to be on the FS1 show. I can see him doing that. The only thing I have a problem with, I like Sam Roberts. The only thing with Sam Roberts is he's too much of a WWE fanboy, but he does support all wrestling. Yeah. Um, the thing with Sam Roberts is he always tries to find the good in everything, even when the like pro- Leo. Absolutely not. No? Okay, sorry. Sam watches wrestling. You don't. Big I difference. Watch, I watch wrestling. <laughs> Okay, Leo. Okay. I still haven't watched MLW though. Yeah, sure. Okay, just like you listened to the the both the Drake and Pusha T distance, oh, right? I did. Oh yeah, sure. Enjoyed it very much. All three point fourteen seconds of it. Yeah, sure. Congratulations, you played yourself. Why are you putting my business out there? Just say, hey, you did it first. So I'm I gotta, saying, we, I gotta, we, I gotta break the I gotta wall. expose you like the blackface. Okay. <laughs> no, but, um. The okay. issue I have with Sam Roberts is he's too – he always tries to find the positive and everything. And sometimes he looks like a shill, but he does support all wrestling. So that's why – not that I give mm-hmm. him a pass, but it's like – it's not like he oh, he's only a shill for WWE and then he just ignores everything else that's going no. on in the wrestling. No, no, he, he needs he, – But I, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great broadcaster. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't – I feel like if he – if there's a balance, if mm-hmm. he's part of this Fox show and then you have maybe two or three other characters in there that, that, that press him, Okay. Like when he's trying to say something positive or something that's 
not that positive. Somebody put him on the that line. That bounces out. I think that would be cool. And and FS1 is always looking for that edgy content too. So you you are gonna have, you're not always gonna have the same uh, line of uh, questioning and answering. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have that off the wall. Hey, you know what? This show sucked today. Uh, Sam Roberts needs to straighten his hair or something. <laughs> that, that brush of is rough looking. Keep in mind, keep in mind, Sam Roberts is not even Jewish. A lot of people think that he's yeah, Jewish. I thought he was Jewish because even Tone, like me and Tone, have got Tone and I have gone to Russell Pro shows or or even like Ring of Honor shows that we've seen Sam yeah. Roberts. And Tone thought he was Jewish. I'm like, dude, he's not Jewish. And he goes like, he goes like, I would have thought with that fro and the forehead, he's yeah, Jewish. just about, just about. Uh, I love wrestling. Oops, I mean, I love watching it. Our friend Jessica Franklin. And I think Charlotte wins, uh, changes brands and challenges Ronda afterwards. Fantasy but do, booking. But do we do we really want that now? And we're no, gonna talk, talk I don't a little bit now. about the I don't want that now. That that's a WrestleMania match. Of course. And I think to push it too soon, like I'm already I already feel a certain type of way about Ronda and Nia now. Going for the title. Mm-hmm. But it, it goes back to and it, it kind of puts it all together with one of the topics I do want to talk about tonight, and that's the be creative. Yeah. Because as much as we criticize some of our favorite wrestlers being booked a certain way and the ongoing drama with Roman Reigns and the way he gets booked, it all boils down to WWE creative and the shit that they 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 book and some of the the the, the promos that they, they create for some of yeah. these talents. And I think it's a, it's a big mistake. Of course, because they're, they're exposing them without having to expose them like that. That that's the problem with most of that stuff. Like you're putting people out there. Like okay, like how many times do I want to see uh, Cass and uh, and Daniel Bryan? Well, I, I wasn't gonna go there yet, but I guess we could talk about that. So last night, if you guys watched SmackDown, the the opening pr- uh, segment of SmackDown, mm. Samoa Joe came out. He had some words about Daniel Bryan. Even mentioned his wife which is Brie Bella. Then uh, Daniel Bryan came out. They had a back and forth. And then Big Cass came out in a suit and had one crutch. So he came out. And the second I saw that, I'm like, the dude's not injured. Okay. Came into the ring. Why? Because why, why are you having him come out? If he's supposedly injured, why? And plays one clutch. Crutch. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a little fugazi. But just the fact, like, he had no business coming out. Mm-hmm. Unless something is going to get to somewhere. Of course. Which it ended up happening. Cass ended up attacking not only Daniel Bryan, but Samoa Joe. Um, and then the one-on-one between Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan ended up becoming a triple threat. Have no problem with that. Um, the match was good. And we could eventually will get the Daniel Bryan-Samoa Joe match that we want at mm-hmm. a later date. The issue I had with this is in Cass's promo... He not only is he belittling literally Daniel Bryan because, you know, he's short or whatever, but he's calling like Samoa Joe fat and he's calling him a blimp. And it's like Samoa Joe is built like a monster, right? Regardless of him losing to Roman Reigns at Backlash, but Mm. just going to his build, going back to when he was feuding with Lesnar, Samoa Joe, to an extent, is kind of a par with Lesnar. Of course. So why is Cass exposing the negatives if he's built like a monster, calling him a blimp or whatever? Yeah, because what happens is, so there's different types of heels. You have that snarky, that that uh, cheat to win heel, and that's the one that you would want to talk about Joe's weight. If you have a monster, then basically the way you want to book him is 
hey, I'm just going to beat you up and that's Cass it. Cass is not at that no, level. No, no, but I'm saying like that that's how you're supposed Cass, to book it. Yeah, but Cass is not at that level of promos. Do I think his promos are horrible? No, but he's still not at that level yet where I feel like he should make comments like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no, too far. Like it, it, and, and it might not even be Kaz. It might be somebody else told them, hey, well, we it, need it, you to do well, that. Well, like I said, it goes back to WWE Creative. Like, what is WWE Creative thinking? Like, why are they they're booking them to say stuff like that? And booking not only in a, in a, whatchamacallit, in a promos aspect, but also, like, in wrestling. Like, now, rewind back to Raw. Why didn't the women get enough time in their in their gauntlet match? They only The match was only, I think, under 20 minutes. Yeah. So why couldn't they give them... Close to an hour at least. Like, if you didn't want to give them two hours like they did with the men a couple months ago with Seth Rollins wrestled for over an hour, they should at least gave the women an hour. Because uh, 45 minutes to granted, an hour, yeah. Granted, Liv Morgan, she isn't that good in the ring, and Sarah Logan is eh, but you got Ruby Rye, you got Mickey James, Bailey, and Sasha Banks that all could work. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, they can go. Bro- uh, Brooke, she's eh. And Sarah Logan, Logan I, I've been very vocal on her. I'm not really a fan of her. And Liv Morgan, she is what she is. But you have four workers out of the seven that could work and that could hold their own. Well, you figure an hour with four workers that can go. Yeah, you, you could do an hour without a problem. And not at any point did we see a, a face-off between uh, Bailey and Sasha. Because no. Sasha ended up coming out, coming out last, which she ended up winning the match, defeating Ruby. What I did like about the match is that Ruby got a lot of shine because she got, uh, I believe, uh, three eliminations. I think it was Brooke, Mickey, and Bailey. Mm-hmm. So she did get a good spot in the match. But they could have made the match longer. Yeah, definitely. They could have made the match longer. And it's like, I don't get it. If it's the main event spot, why couldn't they start the match at 10.05? Like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Giving them 20 minutes, really, with all the other garbage that happened on the show? And, and again, like... You started this with creative. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're being creative. Because if you make every show look like the last one, then it's going to be like, you know what? Autopilot. And uh, it's a shame. Jonathan Sanchez is uh, saying Brooke has uh, athletic athleticism on her side, but she's not that good in the ring, though. No, no. She, she, she looks great. She plays the part. She's muscular and stuff, but... Come on, you're not going to compare it to the other four women I just named mm-hmm. that, that are actually workers in the ring. Yeah, and uh, Friends of the Show are saying, very true, they should have let the women's division with the four for an hour at least. If you're giving them all these opportunities, like the Women's Royal Rumble, like Money in the Bank, like the Steel Cage matches, the Hell in the Cell, all this the stuff. the greatest story. Oh, no, wait, they weren't there. They weren't there. Too far. <laughs> Why couldn't you give them the last hour of the show? Uh, Big Cass with Enzo is like Leo without Mario. He'll never be a star. Thank you. Thank you. Give him the yes. Just yes, 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 yes. Ooh, so that that means uh, my big Kaz or Enzo, um, or do you want to be big Kaz or Enzo? No, I have talent. I'm Enzo. I'm just the one that gets into shit. <laughs> so I'm big Kaz. Yes, that's what the, the jab meant. Yeah. The thing with Big and going back to Big uh-huh. Cass now, and we're gonna jump back and forth because there's a lot of different <laughs> things I want to say. Fuck you, James. By the way, asshole. um. Big Cass no, is below. a hateable guy. Yeah. There's something there. It's just creative needs to come up with some better ideas for these guys. And women, too. Well, I mean, so we know that wrestling is a recyclable uh, entity, right? Because whatever worked in the past could work again. It's just a matter of not making it feel forced. Now, with Cass, 
I think we're having the same thing that you're getting with Roman Reigns where they're trying to push him. And I think Kaz was more likable. Like, if you would have had Enzo and Kaz come out as heels, mm-hmm. Kaz would have been more hated because of how he comes out. You know what I mean? You need to, you need to build him up. And it's funny because they were saying about uh, the Kevin Nash uh, comparison to, that was last to Big Kaz. No, no, but they're saying it in the oh, chats now. Again? Um, because that would have been perfect. Have Enzo do all the talking the and then just uh, Kaz be the enforcer. Yeah, Enzo Enzo was, if they would have booked things right, Enzo could have been in a position where he could have just had a manager role. Uh, WWE shouldn't have a table full of writers, is what the people are saying. I think instead of getting these Hollywood writers, I think they should get fans. Fans that can write. But the, you can't just hire just any. No, man. no, no. I okay. think you got to. Se- Seth Green. Okay. Seth Green could write. Mm-hmm. Robot. Kitchen, robot, robot chicken. chicken. I know. Give you no, no. Congratulations, <laughs> you played robot, yourself. Robot okay. kitchen. Okay. So, <laughs> Seth Green. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Right. Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Well, you know what? But but okay. So you have two guys there. I think if that you gonna, know if they you know get are fans. if they're gonna get writers from Hollywood to they need to be at least wrestling fans because you need people to be invested in the product exactly. to write good shit. That's what I said. No, but see, you you need to have fans, writers that are fans. I but the th- problem is with WWE, they intend sometimes to go grab Hollywood writers. That, and I liked Earthquake when he was writing for the WWE. No, God rest his soul, he's dead. Yeah, I know, but he he was good though because but you he ha- wasn't there long though. I know, but he was there for a quick cup of coffee. Okay, literally a cup of coffee, and then was like, okay, we're, yeah, we're done. literally. Uh-huh. Um, but you need uh, Freddie Prince Jr. could come back, is what the people are saying. I don't think he wants to come back because of the scheduling. No, yeah, because he's past mm-hmm. that. But you need, you need, like you said, and and I'm actually agreeing with you, even though we're, you know, people may think we're fighting about it, but I do agree with you. You need people to be emotionally invested in the product mm-hmm. in order for it to come off right on screen. You need that. Andrew Goldstein, which uh. He's an acquaintance of mine. He used to write for uh, SmackDown back in the day or whatever. He's actually buddies with Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fan of the product, and he he's done producing for so many different shows like the, in, on E and BH1 yeah. and MTV and stuff like that. He's an, a- he's an actual fan of the product, mm-hmm. and he's been on so many different other wrestling uh, podcasts or whatever, and he comes, up, he comes up with some great ideas. The problem is... Sometimes Vince, is, it, it all goes boils down to Vince, but I also feel like some of these writers and, and creative don't fight. They phone it in. They, they phone it some in. Some phone it in, and I believe some also do have good ideas, but they're either too afraid to, to pitch it, or when they pitch something and they knock it down, it's like, eh. Like, if you hear Chris Jericho with uh, the list of Jericho and, and... Well, you know that was that was knocked down, but again, Jericho kept fighting for it and fighting for it, and that's where you got Mitch and all the other shit, too. Because when once, and, and this is funny because the WWE has always done this. Once something comes across as a gimmick, right? So at one point you had everybody with a cape. Mm-hmm. Then you had everybody with, with a tiara or something on their head. Mm-hmm. Then everybody had a, a, a gimmick. Mitch, the list of Jericho. Like everybody Listen, had something. Mitch of the plant was super over. Of co- Exactly. I think, and, and I'm not. But the list came think, out first, and I think Jimmy Jacobs, which he doesn't work no more, no more with WWE now. He's in TNA, Impact, whatever. I think he might have. Not only did he do the list, if I'm not mistaken, I think he did the plan too, Mitch. Okay, but again, what? 
and that's one thing comes through, mm-hmm. and then now you have a, a flow of things that are like it. Now, again, you need to have people that are emotionally invested. If we were not emotionally invested in this, we would just phone it in. I mean, fuck you. I don't phone it in. Come on, I'm here. <laughs> I just made the list. You just made the list. There you go. Um, Pe- people were asking for it, by the way. <laughs> but the it's just the biggest problem here is creative and like, and, and we're gonna go back and forth between SmackDown and Raw. Like, look at even the Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn stuff. Bobby Lashley was a badass heel in Impact. And what do they do with them now? They make them a real vanilla face that people are not really into. No. And Sami Zayn, they're having Sami Zayn do this crazy, weird shit with bringing his sisters. The he's a, he's so Bobby Lashley reminds me. And of I your give boys. Sammy credit because he's trying to make it work, but it's just that that was a really bad segment last week. It uh, it remind he reminds me of your boy, Lashley. He reminds me of what's his name? Apollo Cruz. Yeah. The only difference is Bobby no, Lashley could go. But not only could he go, man, and Apollo Cruz could go too. The only difference is, in my opinion, Bobby Lashley does have personality. If you look back at his impact stuff, the only thing is that WWE's not booking him that way. They're not booking mm-hmm. him as this monster heel. Yeah. Listen, what they should have done with Bobby is they should have had him turn on Braun Strowman, and there's your feud right there. Because if Braun Strowman is not going to win Money in the Bank, then he has no business to be in the match. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. Why, why even? I, have I would much rather see a match between him and Bobby Lashley. You're, you're wasting him. You you are wasting him. If you guys haven't noticed, Braun Strowman is lost in the limbo. How many times are we going to see him power slam people? Like we know he does it. He's over. But the problem is they're booking him wrong. If he doesn't win Money in the Bank, there's no point of him being in the match. Mm-hmm. There's no point at all. And, and, and don't get me wrong, his two matches with Finn Balor have been good. Surprisingly, there's chemistry that chemistry there, but. What's the what's the point of him being involved in this Money in the Bank stuff? No, it's basically uh, he's being filler. Bobby Lashley should have beat the shit out of him, tur- turned on him, and then we don't see Braun Strowman for like two weeks or whatever. And then Braun Strowman comes back and gets his revenge. Well, that's what you could have done. But we're not seeing that. That's a fucking shame. It, it, it's, it's unfortunate. And going back to WWE Creative, look at the tag team divisions from both sides. Yeah. Okay. Granted, the B team is cool, and we like Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, but there's no storylines yeah. there. Are they actually doing anything? They're they're not doing anything. We had a fucking food fight this past Monday night. It's just a mess. Uh, over on SmackDown, the second the Usos lost the tag team titles, guess what? That tag team division shot, not because they don't have the talent, is they're not doing nothing with the Bludgeon Brothers. They're yeah. not doing nothing with them. Yeah, and, and it's a shame. They're still the champs, right? Yeah, they're still the chance. But guess what? We might forget because we don't see them on TV like that. We don't see them defend the titles. I think I, the last time they I defended forget. the titles was at the Greatest Royal Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because that's the last time I remember seeing them. Because I don't think in they ha- I don't think they had a match at Backlash, did they? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that I could remember. But again, but e- even if they did have a match at Backlash, guess what? I'm forgetting about but it. But again, it's forgettable. They are your tag team champions. How are you going to have your champions not be part of your show or be so forgettable that we're having the debate right now because we weren't even sure if they were there or not? Um, we'll do that one later. Um, so Bobby and Braun would have been a great program as long as they didn't dry it out. I don't think they would have dried, uh, dried it out. We're doing this later? Yeah. Why can't we do it now? Okay, do it now. 
All right, Christopher Brown, he has a long one for us. Uh, okay, Mara, I'm going to challenge you to something. The next time you speak to Goldstein, ask him what it would take for them to make someone like Ambrose into a bigger star that fans can attach themselves to, which is something WWE's having major problems with. WWE has not had the John, uh, John crossing stars since Dwayne Austin hung up their tights and Cena went part-time. The thing with, with Ambrose is Ambrose, before he even got hurt, eh, he was he was kind of slowing down a little bit, but... At one point, Ambrose was getting the yeah. loudest pass over Rons and and Ar- Reigns around Mitch. At me personally, with Ambrose, is his wrestling style is not that it's bad, but it's kind of he can't throw a punch. It's weak. Okay. Yeah. Also, the problem with Ambrose is if you if you go back to when a- when the Shield first split, you see Ambrose when he went singles compared to his last. Uh, couple of months before he got hurt. Yeah. He lost a lot of mass. I know he's always been a thin guy. No, no, but he got but skinny. He, he got like sick skinny. Like it looks mm-hmm. weird. Like he looked like a cruiserweight. Like a lot of CrossFit skinny. Like I, th- I think that also play. And I don't know if he just kind of lost passion for it. I don't know. And Ambrose is a type of dude that he's just like, he just goes with the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has resentment with the company because of what happened with him and Brock at WrestleMania 32. Yeah, the, not the, saying that he's that that he wants to leave WWE. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I think there's some resentment towards there. Okay. And also, don't forget the whole Austin and and Ambrose thing when Austin was on the WWE version of the Austin podcast, and Austin kind of exposed him a little bit because Ambrose bit. is kind of like laid back and he has that I don't give a fuck attitude. I remember that one. And that didn't sit well. Like, Austin kind of pressed them on that episode. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that set well with Ambrose, too. And that exposed Ambrose. But you need to do that, though. Yeah, but now if the company, if you're not going by the company guidelines or whatever. And also, I don't think it was in Austin right. And I'm a fan of Austin, but I don't think it was Austin right to press him like that. Because Austin and Ambrose are two different people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like... Ambrose has like an RVD type attitude where he's just like, whatever. Uh, Raw had a tag team division do a food fight in 2018. Yeah, th- I just mentioned that. No, no, no. But Jamie just mentioned that too. <sighs> Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Um, I will mention that to Goldstein, though, uh, Christopher Brown. But I think Am- Ambrose, when he comes back, he's going to get a s- ginormous pop. Because people like Ambrose. I think if Ambrose to work a little bit on his in-ring stuff and maybe get just a little bit more mass, um, I don't think the connect- the the connection that he has with the fans, I don't think that's going to go away. Listen, if he ter- even if he turns heel, people are going to boo him at first, but he's still going to get pops because it's Ambrose. Unless he's fighting a guy like AJ Styles, which when they were feuding, he was getting booed because people just love AJ. Um, Ambrose is a... He, he gets pops. Um, no doubt, Christopher Brown. I got you. Um, but let's talk about AJ. Because how they're booking AJ, they're um, not only making him weak, they're making the championship weak. And what I mean by that is let's just take away, let's not even touch yet on the Nakamura feud. That's been an underwhelming feud. But like even with AJ's promos, like they just have him say some stuff that is just like, ugh. Like, it's kind of cringeworthy at, at, like, just watching it. And it's like, damn, man, like, this guy's, like, your top, one of your top guys. Like, he's super over. Like, 
I loved AJ's promos when he was a heel, but going back to WWE Creative, they book faces and heels differently. They protect the heel. They make them say clever stuff, and as faces, they not always tend to book them the same way, or they book them a little bit weak, and I feel like AJ's promos are not that great when he's a face, and I know some of you are going to say, like, well, AJ hasn't always been a great promo, but if you look at back at some of his promos we had John Cena when he was a, when he was a heel, he was cutting some really good promos. I think what they need to do with talent in general, I think you should give the talent, like, here's your, here's your bullet p- points. Cover this, 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 and that. And then just have them say what they want. Say what they feel. Say what is right from, for them to say, whether it's in the ring or backstage or whatever the case may be. If you take away the script, script, right? Because Chris Jericho has gone on record when a, when a writer hands him a script, he'll be like, I'm not doing this shit. And then he does it does it off the head, like he does it on his own. Which, that's the way they used to do it. Bullet points and then go out there. Mm, not, uh, not I, I won't say they, they used to do it like that. I think they pick and choose on the town which they mm-hmm. want them to do it. But I was just saying, like, with AJ, his face, pr- face promos haven't been that great. They've been kind of like, eh. They've been underwhelming, mm-hmm. and they're not only hurting him, they're also hurting the title. Yeah. Going back to the Shinsuke and AJ stuff, like, it's crazy. Going back six months ago, right, we were super excited about this AJ Styles and Shinsuke oh, Nakamura feud, right? We were like, yes, we're going to get the rematch from Wrestle Kingdom 10, right? And now we're just like, damn, like, they've really, not only have they watered down the feud, but it's like, they're, they are giving it to us, but it's not what we want. Of course. And I'm hoping. Do you know why? This last man standing match, it's gonna be the 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 shining star out of all these matches that we've seen. Cause if you look at all the matches, they haven't been bad matches, and I challenge everyone I see that mm-hmm. they watch WrestleMania and the shit on the WrestleMania match. The WrestleMania match wasn't bad. Yes, it no, was a no, bit no, underwhelming. Cause, Cause we wanted the Wrestle Kingdom match. But that's not what we got. But the match wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. And if you actually watch the match and you go like, oh, the match was bad, then yeah. you should stop watching wrestling because the match wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't a five-star classic. It could have been a lot better. But it, it, Exactly. It could have been a lot better. And as it progressed, the matches have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only hope that the last man standing match will be the star out of all the matches. Well, we, we hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it kind of takes it back to what you just said right now. They gave us their version of it. I mean, if you go back, WCW, Vince gave us his version of it. ECW, Vince gave us his version of it. Goldberg, he gave us his version of it. So what makes you think that he's not going to do that now? You know? Um, again, he, the WWE, Vince, doesn't like to give any type of shine to something that he didn't grow. Which sucks, because if you look at it, and again, when we first saw the match, Shinsuke and, and, uh, and AJ... We didn't like it that much. But then, like you said, going back and just take away anything that happened before that, mm-hmm. it was an okay match. No, it wasn't. It was like it's it kind of like Enzo's song. Beginning, you thought it was shit. Uh, okay. Then it was okay. Uh, but you've seen better. You're going too left. You're going too left. No? Okay. Too left. I tried. Um, Kishi 69. Shout outs to Gio Reese. What's up, Gio? Like the hat, Speedy, and the. Like the hat, Speedy. And the shirt. I think he's calling you Speedy. Cool. <laughs> Geo. This. It's okay. Love you guys. Remember, share this video. If you listen to us on the podcast version, where where can they find us on the podcast version there? Uh, you can find us at 
iTunes, SoundCloud, or if you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, La Mescla, tune in Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star Frostflash rating and review. Comments, grievances, bury this guy right here. It's me. It's me. It's LJV. No! 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 Can you use that? No, no, no. Can you use that going forward? How about OML? It's me. It's me. It's OML. Old man Leo. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Um, but or, again, or how about DJL? Why DJL? Dad joke, Leo. I thought DJ like wiki wiki wiki. No, 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 no. no? no. That's Gio's job. Shout out to DJ Gio. What up, DJ Gio? DJ Happy Gio birthday, NYC at the Instagram. Book him. Yeah. Have a good night. Not only James. Uh, yeah. So everybody, uh, we're. We are all here on the Facebook Tech Edit. What I was saying, share this video. If you listen to us on the podcast version, go back to the video, which is episode 80, which is the one that we're doing right now. Share it. You can share it multiple times. That means you go in multiple times. Also, if you like wrestling groups, which we all all are on wrestling groups, Mm -hmm. also do that there. Again, a snapback and some stickers. We still got some stuff going around. Guys, um, we talk wrestling. We talk it every week at Lucha Outsiders. Make sure you follow us. Mario, list of Mario. Uh, let's see. What else are we going to talk about? Um, Eugene. So, no. What? What you just say? Eugene. No, we're not going to talk about Eugene. Okay, just making sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Make sure I stay relevant to Keisha 69 Why are you even mentioning him? Why? I, I know you're trying to be hip, but that's a wrong way to stay hip. He's garbage, bro. Yeah, he is. He's a garbage rapper. He is. Why would you tattoo your face, though? Well, I don't. I don't care about that. That's you. Would know. you ever tattoo your face? Absolutely not. Okay. Your hands? Possibly. <laughs> Are you gonna have like a fucking mic like Enzo? Like I'm not gonna lie. That's a pretty cool tattoo. <laughs> but I, I, w- I wouldn't get that done because I'm not a rapper or I'm not okay. something like that. So I know totally left field, and then we're gonna get back to the list right now. What is the coolest wrestling tattoo? What do you like mean? Like wrestlers that? that have tattoos. What's the coolest one? Yeah, in in your eyes, because you're a tattoo guy. I, well, me personally, right now, because I'm a, I'm big on Ruby Riot right now. I love her tattoos like <laughs> so much. Because I'm big on Ruby Riot right okay, now. Okay, okay. That's the one that stands out right now. But I don't okay. know if that's the coolest though. Okay, I always liked the uh, Brock Lesnar's uh, sword. I thought that was badass. I like the sword. I didn't like the tattoo in the back though. He had like the the fucking thing coming out the back. I guess. The demon, whatever the fuck it was. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Taker's uh, dead man tattoo. It's all right. It's okay. Taker's got like some old man tattoos, like prison tattoos is what I feel. Yeah, like it's not like going. Like they're the faded. Like yours, you know, you've got them done a not, while ago. They're, they're not going with like the times. Like it even, it's crazy because even like you look at tattoos now, going back to tattoos going back like 20-something years ago, it's like a different style, too. Of course. Uh, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. Oh, Scott Steiner. Yo, Scott Steiner, he's another one. Scott Steiner's tattoos are... are Scott Steiner has old man tattoos. Yeah, yeah, um, he does. You know, I, w- I will say this. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but... Um, Goldberg has old man tattoos, too. But he doesn't have that much. He has a one skull under thing, and then he has that tribal. Okay, that's it. But it's two tattoos. He's not really a tattoo guy. No, no, but I'm saying, but he's good. I will say this. I will. I will say this, and uh-huh. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Oh my god! Oh but, my god. Um, bomb? No, no, too far. Not yet. Um, 
I, I like the Usos and Roman Reigns tattoos, like the tribal stuff. Yeah. Like the, the what is the song? Oh, did, did I ever tell you? I, I had the conversation with Roman Reigns. So when when I went to WrestleMania 30. Uh-huh. Um, so hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. This is when he was still in the Shield. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I spoke to him. Why? So you mean to tell me. Fast forward to WrestleMania 35. Yes. Out here. And let's say you was to go to one of these. Oh, no, you're not going to get anywhere close to him. Oh, okay. So it makes sense why you did that 30 because he's still part of the show. Yeah, and, so that's, did... and that's the one that I went to. Oh, so, okay. 25 okay. years already? God damn. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm thinking, and, and again, to Roman Reigns and to Cody Rhodes and Goldust, I actually went up by myself because my boys were tired, whatever, so they said now. But when I went to Roman Reigns, you know, I was like, okay, uh, what would I want to ask them? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's one thing that you want to ask. So I asked him about the tattoo. He said he had 40 hours of tattoo time on the uh, on the tats. Nah, his his uh his tattoos are pretty cool, and they're very similar to the to the Uso, Jimmy and Jay. Also. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I wouldn't get something like that because I'm not Samoan. But the that whole like scheme and yeah, the, b- like, because it's all symmetrical and 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 the it, way it, the design very, goes. It's very it's yeah. very unique looking tattoos. Uh, I've always been partial to Dwayne's tribal tattoo on his arm. Uh, who can forget Sarah on The Undertaker's neck uh, and Randy Orton tattoo. People like the Randy Orton tattoo. Rand- Randy Orton got some pretty cool tattoos. I- yeah. I'll definitely admit that. Uh, Punk has some pretty cool tattoos. Yes. I always like the the Pepsi one. on his. That, that's, that, that, that's old school, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm saying. like That's like one of his original the, tattoos. And the Cobra, is it Cobra Commander on the other side from G.I. Joe? Yes, I believe so. I believe old man Leo. Um, who else got some pretty cool tattoos? Now that I can think of, um, if I want to just zoom by this. And again, you, we're just pitballing. We have no you know who, who got some cool tattoos? Um, cause I just was on his Instagram recently. Uh, Kevin Nash. Okay. He has like his arm pretty much. Done. Yeah. Yeah. He, he and got that, that dude. You look at him now. Yo, he's, he's in the best shape he's been in his life. Yeah. He's D- jacked. D- DDP yoga. He's fucking jacked. Okay, let's get let's get uh, back into wrestling. Last one, last one, last one, because I was going to bring this one up. The Rock's new Brahma Bull tattoo, I don't like it. Because it, it kind of takes away from the iconic Rock tattoo. No, 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 no. Uh, like, separate the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. It just looks too dark. You know what I mean? For him. It doesn't fit him. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, maybe if we would have made it a little bit smaller. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't like it. And Cocabana has got tattoos? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No, no, no. So, listen, Mario. Um let, let's uh let's run some some quick notes on on Raw and SmackDown. So, um Nia Jax, uh she teased a teal, uh, heel turn this yeah. past uh Monday night, um kind of acting like a bully, which is kind of making her a hypocrite cuz she was getting bullied by Alexa yeah, and now she's kind of wh- bullying the the, per- the 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 Joe Bear, the 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 enhancement talent mm-hmm. that she beat the crap out of. And then kind of calling Ronda Rousey out and all this she other stuff. called her Joe Bear. Joe Bear. Instead of saying the other word. Yeah. This is what I pr- have a problem I besides l- the like concern. Besides um, the, this all of a sudden heel turn from Nia Jax, I hate the fact how Nia Jax is pressing on Ronda Rousey. But meanwhile, before WrestleMania, Nia Jax tapped out yeah. to an arm bar from Asuka. Yeah. So you're pressing you're pressing Ronda Rousey that's already telling you, hey, I'm gonna take your arm. Yeah. But you tapped out to the arm bar from Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So if there's no 
like they don't. Th- There's no continuity. I hate it. That's what I don't get from WWE creative. Like, you think we're stupid that we're just gonna forget? Eh, a lot of people do, though, Mark. I'm sorry. I, I can't. I, I, I don't like it. I, I don't like this all of a sudden heel teasing of the heel turn for Nia Jax. I don't get it. Well, it makes no sense because she's the champion. She's the one challenging Ronda Rousey, and now she wants to act like an asshole. It makes no sense. Yeah, you, you don't want the champion to be the, 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 the bully or the heel because, again, you said it less than a month ago. She was on the receiving end of that. You need to kind of build up to it, grow up to it, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, who are we to judge? I don't get it. Um, also, um, they, they, they're already setting up the, the Rollins and Elias match. Mm-hmm. After uh, Rollins' match with uh, Jinder, that ended in an ODQ. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up getting hit by a guitar from Elias. Now, prior to, to all this happening, before the match even started, uh, Elias came out. He did his uh sat in the you know in the middle of the ring blah blah, blah went to commercial break why well, mm-hmm. he came back right when he was about to do uh the his gimmick his his stick who wants to walk with Elias yeah uh, he got interrupted by Seth Rollins theme song we all know Seth Rollins is super hot right now mm-hmm. they're even saying this on the show how hot he is burn it down yeah um he came out they had a little face off uh Seth Rollins grabbed his chair threw it outside the ring Elias walked out. After match or whatever, uh, Elias came out, hit Rollins with the guitar. So it looks like that's the match we're gonna get at Money in the Bank. I'm I'm almost positive this match might be a sleeper, meaning that yes, we're gonna get the ladder matches, but I think this match is gonna be really good between Rollins and um, Elias. Also, on SmackDown, we had a dance off. <sighs> yeah, between uh, Lana and Naomi. I wasn't mad at that. Wasn't mad. It, it's always. First of all, it's always nice seeing both of them. Of course. Especially Lana. Uh, Lana hit a spit of Rooney. Spit of Rooney. Lana Rooney. <laughs> okay. Okay, we saw uh, Naomi uh, twerking. Yes. And Came then on. we thought there was going to be um, some type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A joint, um, some type of uh, where they meet halfway and, uh-huh. and they somehow were cool. They hit us with a little bit of kid and play. Yes. Okay. Little kick to the front, and then when they did the 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 back to back, Lana hit Naomi with a neck breaker, and then all hell broke loose from that. But you know that was gonna happen. So I think we're gonna get a a, a six person tag uh, next week. Okay. Rusev Day versus Team Uso. I'm not mad at that. I think it's gonna be a good match. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to say hello to everybody that's on the Instagram live that are tuning in to us. Shout-outs to the IG Live. Yeah, yeah. So we're everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. Where can they find us, Mario? At Lucha Outsiders on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Lucha Outsiders. Um, you can also find us at Lucha Outsiders on the Twitter yeah. and the Instagram. The Instagram, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully people will follow us now, especially one person. Yeah. Stop singing. What did I tell you? Singing. Okay, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Your comedy. Yeah. Say what's up to my wife. She's on the Instagram live making sure that I'm doing my job. Estamos lambiendo, eh? What's up, wife? Guys, share the video. James is saying, Dad Body Leo. DBL. And I had to ask. I had to ask. Jesus. Okay. Um. 
Also, on SmackDown, we got the triple threat uh, main event, uh, Daniel Bryan, Big Cass, and Samoa Joe. We talked about the opening segment mm-hmm. that started the show. This match was really good. I really enjoyed the match. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe did get the win by t- making uh, Daniel Bryan tap out. Mm-hmm. Which still uh, covers Big Cass. So uh, Samoa Joe is now the, the final person in uh, Money in the Bank uh, for the men's match. And... Um, we're going to see the continuation of this Daniel Bryan and Big Cass feud. Now, wh- where do you see the, th- where do you see it going? What money? The Bunny and Bank match or this feud between Daniel the Bryan feud, and um, Big the Cass? Feud. The big between Big Ass and uh, and Daniel Bryan. Where do you see it going? You know, to be honest, dude, I have no idea, and I think it's just something for Daniel Bryan to do. I feel like eventually we're going to get. Uh, Daniel Bryan in a position where you want him to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just something for Daniel Bryan to do, man. And I mean, but do <sighs> why have him come back then if you don't have anything meaningful for him to do? Because you got to let it build to that. You can't just expect them to him come back after what is it two years that he was quote unquote retired and expect him to be in the main event picture. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but wait to wait for it to build to something, so it means something. So do you like what they're doing with him? I mean, I, I'm not crazy about it, but at least we're seeing Daniel Bryan in the ring. Mm. Fun fact. Fun fact. Daniel Bryan hasn't signed a new deal yet. He's still wrestling under the old one. He hasn't signed a new deal yet. His contract expires September first. When's all in? September 1st. Is it going to be on pay-per-view? We don't know yet. Interesting. Yes. Interessante. Habla español. Un poquito. <laughs> jo- me too. Um. Yeah, he ha- still hasn't signed a new deal yet, so that's like speculation. I would think that he's going to sign a new deal eventually, but um, he hasn't signed a new... He hasn't... Whoa, I just lost... I don't know what you did, but I just lost sound on here. Here we I go. I stepped on it. My bad. Come on. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> I could have lied and said, I don't know what happened. No, it was you. Anytime something goes wrong, hashtag blame Leo. Even the people in the chat say the same thing. <laughs> delete! 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 Anyway, so I, I, would I love to see Daniel Bryan maybe uh-huh. in in another few? Like, I would rather see him having a few with Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe is part of Money in the Bank. Yeah. But, um, I mean, something for him to do. I mean, anytime we see Daniel Bryan in the ring, it's a good thing, right? Uh, yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, we don't, we don't, uh, we're not a fans of Big Cass, but Big Cass, <laughs> to his credit, he is a hateable character. Like, when I see him in, in, in my TV, I want to throw something at my TV. I don't like good. Big Cass. Good. He's doing his job as a heel. He's annoying. His, his promos ain't great, but they're not bad either. Speaking of heels, Jason Jordan, when is he coming back? Uh, Jason Jordan. Allegedly, he's already clear, and the rumor is that him and um, Chad Gable are going to get back together, and we're going to see the return of America Alpha. I'm really big on America Alpha. Hopefully, they'll book him right this time. Let's hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing um, before uh, we move on to our next couple of oh, we were notes. We're, one more thing on WWE. So I had an idea on the drive over here. I think WWE, should, think? Pro- WWE should produce another show whether they tape it. I know there's main event or superstars. I think I believe it's called main event. They mm-hmm. tape it before Raw. 
but maybe put some more effort into that show that show and stop making it like oh we're just gonna put rhino there when he's not doing nothing for him to wrestle yeah the leftover maybe put some effort in that show and maybe rebrand it to not just a co-branded show but maybe even add nxt there where it's like talent that ain't doing nothing mm-hmm Put them on that show and put some effort in it. Give them a chance for them to shine, and then maybe or get even up. even something better, like have like maybe Seth Rollins or or what you call it or or Jeff Hardy do appearances on this if they was to do another show. And this is my idea, mm-hmm. my pitch is for them to have like another show, another weekly show, where it's like other town that's not being used to, but do it right. Put some effort to it. Don't phone it in. Or maybe here's another thing. With this show, maybe introduce like another title, like make it maybe a TV title and just put it directly for that show only. TV title where you having the TV title gives you the right to go to Raw or SmackDown, or, or just something like like put some effort on this. If they was to do what I'm doing here, like just kind of fantasy booking, make another produced show, tape it before Raw, or like tape a couple matches on Raw and then tape a couple matches like before SmackDown or something and put some effort to it. Yeah. Like, make it mean something and have talent in the NXT because, you know, on there too. Because, you know, NXT, they, they tape, like, a whole bunch of episodes in one yeah. shot, right? So maybe put some NXT talent. Like, for example, the the UK tournament that we're getting um in June, like, like in a couple of weeks. Have a couple of them come up. In that show, you're going to have NXT talent a part of that. Yeah. So, and even some 205 talent is going to be on mm-hmm. there. So... I love the yeah. It's called the UK tournament day night one and night two. But you're gonna have talent from NXT and also it, talent from 205 Live. It's not just a co-branded pay uh, per view, if you will. It's an all brand mm-hmm. uh, show. Uh, people on the chat are having a question. Uh, do you uh, which spear do you like better, Rhinos or Roman Reigns or Goldberg? Or Edge, because you're an Edge person. Batista. There's so many people I could throw in there for Spears. Baptista. Um. Okay. I, I actually do, I actually do like Roman Reigns' spear. Okay. Rhino spear from ECW. Ain't nobody touching that. Oh no. When no, he was no. young, when he was younger. No, nobody touching that one. Rhino in his prime. Ain't nobody touching no, his spear. No. I was a fan of Edge's Edge Edge's spear. I was I even like Batista's spear. Mm-hmm. I remember Batista at one Batista. point. Batista. He speared um Elijah Burke. It was on an episode on SmackDown. Um Elijah Burke jumped off the top rope and Batista caught him in midair and it was a spear, but it also looked like a spine buster. Mm-hmm. It looked really, really good. Yeah. Uh people on the chat are saying Goldberg, hands down. I think Rhino in his prime gave uh, Goldberg yeah, a run. I think Goldberg money. was the explosiveness. But Goldberg had a mean spear yeah, too, though. But uh, with Rhino, you had the planting down. Like it, it was more emphasis on the downward part of it. I loved, I loved how Big Show used to take uh, or Giant back in WCW. I used mm-hmm. to love um, how Gold, uh, Goldberg used to spear Giant. Giant used to take uh, those spears like super nasty. Of course. But yeah, uh, Goldberg had a mean spear too. I was always a big fan of. I would put Rhino. Over Goldberg, but Goldberg will probably be my number two. But Rhino, but Rhino in his prime, prime not prime. Rhino now. Yeah, Rhino in his prime, ECW and even early WWE days, 
His gore was nasty dude. because it also has to do with with the pop up when when they pop up after the spear. Because not only do you have to do the whole run, catch, drop to the floor, but it's also how fast you get up and how much you you celebrate that spear. Uh, James is saying, uh, "What do I? What do we think about the possible indie shows?" I think he's talking about the yeah. UK promotion coming to the network and NXT coming to FS1. NXT coming to FS1 that could be something uh, we might see. I think it would work if they what they was if they would do this. If NXT was to go to FS1, boom, you have it premiere there, and then in 24 hours you could watch it on the network on demand. Yeah, I think that would work. Yeah. Also, he's talking about ICW and um, I believe it, what is it, Progress? I think it's Progress. Yeah, progress coming come to the network. I think that's cool, man. As long as they, if you bring those companies for the live shows or whatever they're doing on the network. Also, on top of that, you get some of their archives, some of their older stuff. Yeah. Because like Keith Lee is on and his way. And you're gonna have those guys. You can there. see some of the. You can see some of the guys that are currently in NXT and the WWE in progress. And, and, and you know we would. <laughs> you know we would go back and watch. Go it. back and watch it. Uh, Chris Brown is saying for Spears, Edge number one, Goldberg number two. Can't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Beecher, ECW in their in their last year. Watch some of Rhino's matches. He almost looks like he's tearing the person in two. Yo, very uh, true. Rhino's spears were nasty. Very true. But um, yeah. So that's my pitch on a possible new show. Yeah. Whether it's the WWE, I like now. it. Eh? And I think it's just something eh? different. Like put some effort to it. Yeah. But to wrap up, come on, let's talk a little bit of All In and Ring of Honor stuff like that. All In. Okay. So, uh, Book- Nick Aldis. Booker T said. See. Let me control the show. You oh. you go you go to left. You go to left. Go to left. Okay. You just made the list. Nick Aldis, Every Magnus. Week. What? Every week I make the list. Uh, oh, of course. Uh, Nick Aldis, NWA World Champion, yes. finally accepted Cody's challenge for yes. All In. So Nick Aldis is All In. He's All In. In one condition. Which is? If from now till September 1st, Cody wins the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. It has the match has to be title versus title, which he could. And it's funny you say that, because at Best in the World, which is Ring of Honor's next pay per view, which is going to be in Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore. Uh, Cody Rhodes is in the main event, uh, with Marty Scroll, his Bullet Club yeah. uh, brother. Whoop. And Dalton Castle, which is the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. champion. Here's my here's my thing about not even about the match. It's just kind of the state of Ring of Honor. I'm a Ring of Honor fan. I love Ring of Honor. I feel like Dalton Castle has been a very underwhelming champion. Why? Well, I can't blame him. I can't fully blame him because he's been hurt. He's uh-huh. been having some nagging injuries, okay, including his back. So he's been put in a lot of like six man tags and he hasn't been able to uh produce some of the matches that he should uh-huh. as a world champion. Also, I think um I don't know, man. I feel like maybe it wasn't his time yet. Like at first I had no problem with him being champion, but I think he's been a a very underwhelming he, champion. He could have done a lot more. Also, um and this is just a couple of nitpicks cuz I do love Ring of Honor. I love Ring of Honor so much. Um, the new set uh, set of titles, the new title designs. I have an issue with that, not because they're ugly titles, because all of them look good except the six man titles. I'm not yeah. a fan of those. 
But um, I feel like with titles, you need to... Okay, here's the world title. This should be the most... Like, Prestigious. This gotta be, not, no, not that. Meaning, this has got to be the best-looking title compared to the other ones. Okay. All right? Like, for example, in WCW, you had the World Heavyweight Championship. That was a big gold the belt. Big belt. And then you had the United States Championship, that, which is a little bit smaller, and it had, like, the United States uh, flag mm-hmm. on it. Then you had the TV title, which is a little bit smaller, and it would it would go down great, yeah. right? I mean, still, to their own right, nice-looking titles, but they weren't the world title. No, the world title, you knew it was the world title because, first of all, it was the flashiest one. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it was the biggest one. And, yeah. The problem I have with with um, with um Ring of Honor's titles, because they, they changed all their titles, is if you look at their current tag titles and their television title, they look like they could be, like, the main title on any of these promotions. Yeah, they do. They, they're big. Mm-hmm. Like, with their old titles, the Ring of Honor title looked like a world title, and then the other ones was like a downgraded version of it. Not saying that they looked ugly, but you could make the difference. Okay, here's the tag titles. Yeah. They look like tag title championships. Uh, the television title, it looks like a TV championship. With these new titles, if you, you look you at the TV you title, you make it out. that looked like it could be the heavyweight championship yeah. also. Yeah. They look big. They look bulky. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of that. I think... The world title should be at a level of his own. Oh no, totally, totally different. Because again, to your point, you need at a first. So if you have somebody that doesn't like wrestling, that hasn't watched wrestling, that hasn't watched Ring of Honor, and they turn the TV on, you want them to be able to separate. This is the world title. This is the tag team title. And and I don't think they could do that now. Um. So let let's go on the chat real quick. Uh. Richard Beecher, he's saying that um, Cody for NWA champ, although I don't see Billy Corgan letting someone who isn't with his company have the belt. I do see it, though. Here's the thing. Billy Corgan, and and I like the guy. He's a a wrestling fan. I think he he even can make a better writer than some of these characters Uh that work for the WWE. But anyways, um, Billy Corgan owns... The NWA, Name. which is the NWA championship, and that's it. He doesn't have a promotion. He doesn't nope. have a TV deal. No, nope. he doesn't have a roster. No, nope. he just has a champion, and that's it. How did Eli Drake become the champ? Eli Drake was a champion of Impact Wrestling. Congratulations, you played yourself. Okay, fine. Are you talking about Magnus? Yeah, Nick sorry. Aldis. Nick Aldis, same difference. Congratulations, uh, you played yourself. I'm sorry. Uh, Nick Aldis defeated NWA champion Tim Storm. Where? I believe it was Championship Wrestling of Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that that's all Billy Corgan has. So I yeah. think if they was to put the title on Cody, he would get the rub. And exposure. Exposure. And then maybe Billy could do something with that. Billy needs to find a way whether it's joint venture with the indie promotion or something to actually make the NWA a brand and not just a championship. Because right now they're building the NWA championship as legit a world championship, which it is a world championship. Mm. It, there's prestige there. Of course. There's a lot of former champions. Just and Nick Aldis is defending the title all over the place. Uh, Chris Brown with the fire. Chris, you got to write to us. We got to talk. Um. This week's Memorial Day vi- edition of Raw did 2.49 million viewers, which was down from last week. This surpassed last week's edition. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, 
9-26-16 Raw also had a very heavy competition with Monday Night Football and Donald Trump in, in the Hillary debate last year. No. Uh, hold on. Uh, pause that real quick. Uh, no. Championship uh, Wrestling of Hollywood, that's a promotion. It used to be called uh, NWA Hollywood, like Championship Wrestling from Hollywood mm-hmm. or something like that. But now it's just called Championship Wrestling of Hollywood. Um, that's his own separate promotion. I believe it's under the 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 NWA camp or something like okay. that. But yeah, because he, doesn't, the, 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 he the, doesn't own that promotion. Yeah. Like somebody runs that promotion. Yeah, and and uh, well, good question. Can you see uh, Corgan aligning himself with Ring of Honor? I mean, that that's a strong possibility. Yeah, it would make sense because again, he doesn't have a show. No, all he, he has is the name and a title. Mm-hmm. That's all he has. And even though it does carry some stuff, you need to have a show behind it in order for it to make it grow. You're perfectly right with Cody giving him more exposure. Definitely right. Hey, I think it'll be a smart move. It, it would make sense because of Dusty and all that good stuff. Oh. And, and how they're building up, too. Yes. So we, we have that set for best best in the world, uh, the triple threat match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Um, also was announced the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jack- Jackson, will be challenging the Briscoes, your boys. My boys. Um, for the Ring of Honor tag titles. Against the Young Bucks. Which is later on this month. I believe it's June 29th. What's interesting about that is also because now the Young Bucks are heavyweights. Uh, Dominion is next week. Yes, it is. Next Saturday, I yeah, believe. I think it's next Saturday. No, week. next Friday, next Saturday. I'm not. I'm not really I think sure. Friday night here to Saturday morning. Okay, it's uh, Dominion, and they will be challenging Evil and Sonata from Lij Los Ingobernables de Japón for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Championships. So who knows? There could be. At some at some point, we could see the Young Bucks have not only the, the IWGP uh, heavyweight tag titles, but also the Ring of Honor tag titles, which they've done before. They only did it as a junior tag yeah. champions. No, no, and and again, it goes back to what we were talking last week. This is the great time to be a wrestling fan. Absolutely, there's so much shit going on. Of course, and they have a good place to actually get all that information mm-hmm. here at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter? Shout outs to the big dog. Tone? Alright, to wrap up tonight's show, because we talked about so much shit today. Listen, we talked about Drake and Pusha T. It, was, it, yeah. it has nothing to do with wrestling, but it's like a wrestling storyline. Now, it, nah, it's a stupid joke. Just it, go. Uh, just okay. Go. Just we go. talked about WWE <laughs> Creative. We talked about... I came alive. Got my second. One. Yeah, exactly. You about you. What if you, Pusha T and Booker T had a uh, had a baby? Would that be called Pusha Booker? <laughs> ah, no! 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 Hashtag Pusha Booker. Yeah, stick to soccer, bro. <laughs> um, to wrap up, if you guys haven't watched Two Hundred Five Live, we don't talk about Two Hundred Five Live that much. But Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander had a fucking phenomenal match last night. I recommend you guys watch it. It was for the Cruiserweight title. Um, go watch that match, guys. It's definitely worth it on the WWE Network. And that's it, guys. And we're here. This is the end of the show. Thank you so much for sticking with yeah. us tonight. We talked about so much shit. We even talked about hip-hop to start on the Push show. Push your Push your teeth. Drake. Well, Drake, well, you think Drake is really strong? Yeah, he has to. Takashi69, baby. Yeah. Takashi. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 80. 80? 80. 80 episodes. 80 episodes.